Buses, we're going to get right into it on the Red Pill Podcast today. We're not really going to wait around. Uh, we're not really going to do any clapping because there's really not a lot to clap about in this episode. Now, if you've been listening to the Red Pill, you know that typically we sit down with people who we really respect, whose point of views that we respect, and we talk to them about how they came to sort of get to the point where their point of views became um, so refined. We talk about th- we talk about their life experiences and-, and how they got to the point that they are. This episode, we're actually breaking in. We're breaking in and doing something that we haven't done before because I have to talk about a point of view that I do not respect and someone who I've lost all respect for. Um, and that person is Kanye West. Now, before we move on, let me just introduce the people in the room because they're about to listen to me rant for a little while. Born as Brandon. Everybody say what's up to Brandon in the room. Everybody say what's up. Born as Brandon's at the table with me. Jason's here. Maddie's here. And the, the model white boy is here. <laughs> um, and so we're all listening talking. Typically, we don't do this thing where I just get on here and rant a little bit. But I'm going to. I'm going to right now. And the first thing I'm going to get into is, you know, why this is such a big issue to me. Why this is such a big deal to me. And when I say it's such a big deal, I mean the the whole two to three week um, tirade that Kanye has been on. One thing that bothers me particularly about uh, where we are right now as a society is sort of the reverence that we have for celebrities outside of the scope of what they do. Right. right. Somebody's a dope rapper. We tend to believe that um, they over matter in other aspects. Right. And that bothers me. But I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say that I was personally injured or personally disturbed by what Kanye West has been saying as far as his support for different people who I feel like are hate mongers. And the reason being is because of the relationship that I have to his music and to his artistry. When I was coming out of college, it was like 2003, 2004, I felt like I didn't know what was up with the world. Right. You know, I felt like um, I was going to different places and seeing people who I had graduated with and they were selling cars, they were working at restaurants, they were doing a lot of jobs that were dope, but a lot of the promise and a lot of the things that we had talked about in school, uh, they weren't able to get into them. Uh-huh. And when I first heard the college dropout, I heard someone who was lamenting people that seemed to be okay with taking uh, the road most traveled. The whole point of the college dropout to me was a dude that was bravely challenging himself to embrace his destiny and to go out and become something and do what it was everyone thought he couldn't do. Okay, so you're a hurt fan is what you're saying. A little bit. Okay. Like, well, not, not, there's, I'm twofold, mm-hmm. twofold, you know what I'm saying? Number one, it, the inspiration was real, right? Yeah. So the inspiration was, I'm looking around, I'm like, you know what? This is a mantra. This is a rallying cry. This is a, this is something that I can get into that I can say, yo, I can also, it's kind of what hip hop does for people transcend my circumstances and get to a different place. All right, right? so let me ask you, were you a Jay-Z fan before this? Yeah. Okay, so, like, did you see Kanye as, like, this is kind of what I want out of my rapper? Like, 
like he came from the rock. Well, I don't system. sell dope. Right. So, so, so he's the everyman. Right. Yeah. So, so for me, it was a guy whose mom was telling him different things, and it was someone who um, I, I could relate to. The, even that, like my mother uh, is is an author. She's written a bunch of different books. My mother it was all about school and all about me challenging myself. Right. In order for me to go a different route, right. I almost had to get that permission. Right. So my point is that I haven't. A lot of the things that I'm saying and a lot of the ways that I feel, they come from the culmination of being a fan of somebody uh-huh. for a number of years. It's the breaking. What was your breaking point with this? The My breaking point in this was the Making America Great Again hat. Okay. And the reason why that was the breaking point, first of all, I want to say officially, not that it matters to anybody else, not that it, anybody cares, or that anybody cares what my opinion about it is, but I want to officially say... Fuck Kanye West. Oh. Officially. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Please. He's done a lot of things that have been um, sort of outside of the realm of defensibility. But there's always been some sort of merit to them in that you looked at him, that's just Kanye being Kanye. All right. In this particular situation, Kanye is asking us to be something different. Right. And I feel like every single flaw and weakness in almost every other Kanye West situation. You could defend. You could defend. Okay. They're being exposed now. Right. <laughs> and it's being exposed to where I wouldn't give a damn if the music that he's about to put out this summer is the dopest rap music that anyone's ever made. We have to start asking the question whether or not this nigga is a net negative to us. Right. Now, Kanye West, if you guys don't know, if you're just waking up, he has uh, publicly supported his love for Donald Trump, uh, espoused his love for Donald Trump, and he's also uh, sort of empowered voices like Candace Owens, who is a far-right um, sort of firebrand who, I guess, became vi- went viral a couple of weeks ago by chastising some Black Lives Matter uh, protesters and telling them that uh, by them calling attention to some of the things, some of the issues that they believe are plaguing African-Americans today that they were somehow living in the past and would not be as um, successful as the black people that came to watch her who, uh, by forgetting about everything that black people have been through in America, uh, are somehow um, you know investing into their futures. And that's fine. Listen, you guys know here that if you've listened to me talk, I do believe that it's time for African-Americans to invest into themselves and what we can do and, and, and kind of uh, distance ourselves away from what we can't do but there's a way that you even go about that okay. and I feel like there's really nothing that she's shown that's told me that she's invested in all, at all into the upliftment of black people she's the black chocolate tam- Tammy Lauren exactly <laughs> she's the black Tommy Lauren okay now I will say that my problem with Kanye West closing it up to Donald Trump and to these people has been met with a lot of pushback from people that are in that realm. And when I when that when I say in that realm, I mean luminaries. Okay, I talk to people all the time that are telling me that uh I have issue with this because it's something personal and I have and I'm taking this too far in that I'm giving his opinion too much credence. And there's a list of reasons that I'm overreacting to this or that people that are off Kanye West are overreacting to this that I hear it's a common refrain, okay? And I've listed these reasons. 
I've listed these reasons in detail, and I'm going to go through all of them and say why, even though some of these things might have a little bit of volition to them, it's still fuck Kanye West anyway. Okay. All right. The first thing that I hear from a lot of people is that Kanye West doesn't know what he's talking about. That in his support for Donald Trump, he doesn't. he's not supporting Donald Trump based upon any one particular thing, uh, any policy, is that he's supporting something else about Donald Trump. Donald Trump's willingness to be uh, unpopular or not PC. Have you heard people say this? He doesn't actually even know any of Trump's policy. He, he doesn't read. He doesn't really. Yeah, he's not shown that he understands any right. of Trump's policy. Right. That, to me, is one of the most bullshit things you could ever fucking say. And the reason why is because if Kanye West is willing to cozy up next to this administration uh, and he doesn't even know the politics, that makes him actually twice as dangerous as someone who did know the politics. Someone who's a Donald Trump supporter, I know that we always paint Trump supporters um, as if uh, they're inherently evil. The reason why we do so is, that uh, was a brownout? little power thing yeah yeah uh trump getting at you yeah exactly <laughs> the, we just lost power almost the reason why we do that is because well so this, hey, we're gonna lose we're gonna lose power during the podcast watch <laughs> watch, watch during this but this is this is kanye and trump working together right now kanye trump i'm telling you we're gonna lose power like you guys like we're gonna lose power in this podcast watch um i'm telling you it's gonna be crazy we're gonna lose power uh the reason why we look at Trump supporters in a specific way is because let's say that you supported Donald Trump uh, because uh, you felt like he could bring jobs back mm -hmm. or you supported Donald Trump because you felt like the Iran deal was a bad deal or you su supported Donald Trump because you feel like the U.S. needs to be stronger in geopolitics, right? Mm -hmm. You did all of those things while forgetting about the identity politics that the Trump administration used to uh, get its platform or to get its perch in national politics. Mm -hmm. So by sort of demonizing um, either Hispanics or African-Americans or, you know, either of those things, that's the way Trump's ministry was able to be uh, so widely ingested by the portion of America that supports him the most. Right. So it doesn't matter really why you support him. Supporting him means you don't support me. Okay, that's a fair argument, right? At the same time, there are people that for political reasons decided that, yo, I think the economic recovery is happening too slow. That, yo, these are other issues that they didn't uh, feel like Hillary Clinton was speaking to. Okay, and they supported him. That means that they probably just don't care about minorities. They might care about themselves more. Intellectually, I can understand that. If you told me that, I would try to impart upon you how not caring about my life mm -hmm. is just as if is the same as you actively wanting me to be second, mm -hmm. we could still have a jumping off point. Right. But if you don't even know and you're willing to get behind something so dangerous to me, right. then yeah. nigga, you just talk. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so yeah. If, you, if you don't even know, then you're just talking. Right. And it's like giving a two or three-year-old a deadly weapon. Yeah, ignorance is most dangerous. Right. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to shoot up a bunch of fucking people. Actually, them having a weapon is more dangerous than someone having a weapon that's evil mm -hmm. and knows what they're doing with it. Right. Because they'll kill everyone, including the people around them. So saying that Kanye West has no idea the politics 
or the policies that the Trump administration is about is it's 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 a stupid excuse as to why he shouldn't be held accountable for the things that he's saying right now. Okay. You seem like you want to say something. Where were you when he visited Trump Plaza? Where was I? Like, which your did you were you still like fuck him? I was like, disappointed, but the, I think the difference was there were two things then. The difference was this: number one, I truly believed at that point that Kanye West was in the middle of a mental breakdown, and right. I'll freely admit that I made an excuse for him. The excuse that I made for him right there was he's in the middle of a mental breakdown, and also. It was while Trump was president-elect. Right. So we had just come out, and Barack Obama had said, listen, we got to give the guy a shot. Uh, you know, Dave Chappelle was out there like, yo, give him a chance, blah, 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 blah. So what I was trying to do was be an intellectual about that and going, listen, Steve Harvey went up there. Uh, Jim Brown went up there. There's a lot of guys going up there hoping that maybe we can get something done. We're deeper into it now. So you're, you're still not giving him the mental break pass? No, not now. I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it to him now because I know people that have talked to him personally, right. not just Harvey, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know people that have talked to him, and they've said he's doing okay, and they've said that all of this is completely well thought out. And also, after a while, you just gotta give somebody credit for what it is that they think and that they say. And one of my main problems with this entire deal is no one seems to be willing to give Kanye West credit for the fuckery that he is putting out into our universe. Everyone is talking about different things except what there is to discuss. The second thing on this list is that Kanye West is just trying to start a conversation. He's just trying to start a conversation. And he is. It's happening. Well, fine. Well, here's the deal, though. He's just trying to start a conversation about what? About having unpopular opinions. Right. Okay. So we're trying to have a conversation about having unpopular opinions, meaning that a lot of people believe that in today's day and age on social media and out there, you can't say something that goes against the grain because saying something that goes against the grain gets you vilified, Mm -hmm. boycotted, and bullied. And canceled. Yes. Okay. And canceled. All right. We've discussed that here before on the podcast. That's a fact. There are also, there are people that sit behind their computers that wait for people to make missteps mm-hmm. and then their job is to come out and subtract these people from the culture. Correct. I am not a fan of that. However, I'm also a fan for people saying something and standing on it no matter what the consequences are. Okay. So when so you gotta respect him in this case. No, not not yeah. at all. Okay. I mean look, I respect him. Yeah. I don't I, listen, I respect him, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the substance of what it is that you say, right? right? Meaning, uh, you can have the opinion uh-huh. that you think it should be okay to fuck 15-year-old girls. You can, you're free to have that opinion. Sure. <laughs> and we're all free to look at you like, R. Kelly, what are you talking about? Right. Okay? <laughs> you're, you're free to come out and say that. But what you're not free, what, what you can't do is say, listen, I just said this thing that obviously everyone agrees or some people think is bad. And the people that don't agree with it shouldn't come back and in any way take me to task for it, mm-hmm. remove their support for me mm-hmm. because it creates a bad environment mm-hmm. where people can't say what they think. People have to have enough nuts to say what they think regardless of the backlash. Okay. 
You have to be able to do that. And if you can't do that, then subtract yourself from the conversation. By the way, I know that Kanye West knows that there is a bad way to start a conversation. Do you know how I know that? Because he said, they say that I am the the abomination of Obama's nation. That's a really bad way to start a conversation. (laughs) That's a line in power, right? Yes. So Kanye West realizes that if you want to get to the heart of something, that maybe there's a different way to broach the topic. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I want to talk to a female, you go up to the female, you say, hey, hey well, I've, it feels like I've seen you around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, She's receptive to that. If you go, yo, bitch, you got a fat ass. <laughs> That's the wrong way to start that conversation with her. So for me personally. Depends on where you are, but yeah. They, I got you. <laughs> so for me personally, coming up to me, and legitimizing someone who I believe represents a segment of society that wants me to be a second-class citizen is the wrong way to start a conversation with me. We're not going to be able to talk if the conversation is about how much you love Donald Trump. Okay. okay. I think where you started your dislike of him is the Candace Owens stuff, maybe. Is that right? Or is it just make, make America great again? I mean, the Candace Owens stuff is just, yeah, I mean, that's, I know less about her than I know about Donald Trump. Right, but I think that's the 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 linchpin of, like, all this stuff. That's where it all started. Sure. Because people was like, why is he supporting this girl? Who is this girl? It's right, but I didn't stuff. have, but once again, to me personally, I knew, I had known some things that Kanye West that were going around in his mind because I know some people that he had talked to, but I didn't have any pro. I didn't have a huge issue with that. I had an issue with it. But the Trump stuff bothers me more because I have more of a blueprint of who that is. Right. But what I'm trying to say is like, you know, that's his that wasn't that wasn't him just saying like, you know, starting a conversation wrong. That was just him supporting someone that was different and had a different view than probably who you think he would support. Sure. So that's where all this starts. I don't know if that's necessarily him saying, you know, I don't I don't want good things for, you know, black people. I don't want good things for, you know, disenfranchised people. Then, no? OK, well, then if. To, OK, so. He's just supporting someone that, you know, you Brand, wouldn't think. Brand, fair, fair enough. I think that the what he was saying about supporting Candace Owens was that he specifically spoke to the victimhood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is an issue. Mm-hmm. The victimhood that she was saying that she wasn't a part of. Right. Okay. So I like the way she thinks. Yeah, I like the way she thinks. Okay. So It's more than that, man. With Candace Owens, it's, it's not more. It's like two. It's more than two weeks ago. Like, Candace Owens is... To your point of what you're saying, like she's going to stand on what she said, mm-hmm. and she's not going to back down from it. Right. But this is someone who pretty much called Cory, not pretty much, she called Cory Booker and black Democrats slaves. No, I get that. I get that. She's Candace Owens gone, has, I, I get that. But, but that's what is, you're saying is like the the way that she like you're he's endorsing the way that Candace Owens thinks. There is a flaw thinker. in what Candace Owens thinks. This is my point with the entire thing, though. Right. The the he's in he's in what he's doing is he's, he's endorsing the process, but not the product. And to me, there's a better way to do that, right? Like you can endorse somebody who's unafraid to go against the grain, mm-hmm. but what they're saying matters. Yeah. What they're putting out into the world matters. Mm-hmm. It absolutely matters. And for us to pretend like it doesn't matter what someone is saying, as long as they're brave enough to say it, is fucking re- that's I, 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 I never heard anything that stupid before. Yeah. At the bottom line, the whole thing is just it's it's it 
it's it's crazy. And I'm listening to so many people, people who I really respect, saying, yo, we do need to have a conversation about why why didn't we have that conversation? You know who said something and did something unpopular? Colin Kaepernick. He did something really unpopular. He didn't support him. Right. And <laughs> I didn't hear any I didn't hear these same I didn't hear Kanye West come out and say, listen, Kanye West, I, I get it that that doesn't go against the grain of typical Kanye West fans. But when we're talking about people that are doing things that go against the norm, that go against this, doesn't what they're saying matter? And if it does, what's the point of even if if it doesn't, then what's the point of even doing it? Right. What's the point of even coming out and and siding with someone if the substance of what they're saying is not what we're discussing. Uh-huh. Um, another thing that I hear people say uh, about Kanye West is he's trying to shake black people off of the Democratic plantation. Okay, uh, Right after this all happened, Chance the Rapper said black people don't have to be Democrats. Uh-huh. I want to right now assure black people of something that you don't have to be Democrats. No one has to be in one political party. Uh, one thing that I'm very certain about uh, that the both parties have in common is that neither party cares about black people. Okay, Black people, it's very important that as a group we understand no one is coming to save us. The end. No one is coming to save us because that's not the way it works. Right. The way it works is you get an economic and political block. You uh, establish that block and you use that block to exert pressure to where you cannot be ignored. Absent of that pressure, you are begging and neither party is going to recognize your power or do anything out of the ordinary to empower you unless they feel like they have to. So whichever way that you vote, you are going to have to be able to exert political and economic pressure to get those people to work on your behalf. That is a fact. However, when we're talking about Republicans and Democrats, or we're talking about Republicans specifically, we're not talking about Trump. Trump is something different, okay? There have been Republicans uh, for, you know, as long as I've been politically active, who I've disagreed with. You can disagree with them on any number of things. You can disagree with uh, uh, somebody on the right on when life begins in terms of the abortion debate. Mm-hmm. You can agree with them on the best way to minimize the impact of school shootings. Okay, You can disagree with them on all kinds of things. But what you have to be in fundamental agreement with them on is that we're all citizens with the exact same claim to America and with the exact same uh sort of footing in society the games that are being played now question that they question it what you have to remember is that like in charlottesville a bunch of people came with tiki torches Uh to protest and a protest to, to, to protest uh i guess i guess the protest really what they came to do was start a bunch of white supremacist bullshit right and someone that came out to meet them lost their life. Somebody died fighting against white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump said that there were good people on both sides of that. So there were good people actually entrenched in the group of white supremacists that were in Charlottesville. I want you to consider that. Let's say you guys all go to a fraternity house, right? 
there's nothing but guys in this room right now. We all go to a fraternity house. It's me, Maddie, Jason, model white boy, born ass Brandon. We're all in a fraternity house, right? We all came to the frat because we all wanted to meet girls. We heard that the frat was the place to go to meet girls. So we came here for, for, for one reason. All of a sudden, four of us go, you know what we're actually gonna do? We're gonna wait till the girls get here and we're gonna rape them. If you stay, whatever happens now is on you. Okay. If you realize, if, if you went to, out to Charlottesville just to protest the taking down of a statue, and you see what the rest of these guys do uh-huh. are, are doing, uh-huh. and you let the mob mentality take over and push you into a direction, you are no longer a good person. Now you're part of whatever that group actually is. Yeah. And if that group ends up killing a protester, if that's what you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And as the president of the United States of America, for you to anyway condone and protect what happened out of Charlottesville, tells me that there are white supremacists in your base that you don't want to disconnect from. By that same token, there is somebody right now that Donald Trump has not said a word about. A black man that saved a bunch of people in a Waffle House. This guy saved lives. Didn't take any lives. He grabbed the barrel of a burning gun and saved people's lives. We haven't seen him in any way, at least to the point of the recording of this podcast, in any way have we seen him at all acknowledged by the Trump administration. Okay. Okay? So when Kanye West, an artistic leader in our community, is saying, yo, you don't have to do this or you don't have to do that, the Republicans are not Trump for the most part. Do they represent some policies to me that might be counterproductive to African-Americans and there are, was I the biggest fan of the Republican Party uh, prior to Donald Trump's ascension? Absolutely not. However, what they've made, what Trump has made me see is that most of the issues I've had with prior Republicans has been political. The ones that I have with the Trump administration are definitely social, they're about class, they're about access, and they're about where we fit in as people. I don't think that Kanye or any of the rest of these dumbasses that are out here saying, wait, 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 listen, just hear him out, shout out to Chance, love the kids' music, all of that stuff like that. Black people don't have to vote for Democrats. That's fine. That's a fact. Who we vote for is less important than what we vote for. And if y'all niggas ain't got no ideas, shout out to Killer Mike who continuously tells people what they should be voting for if they want to vote for their freedom. What they should be empowering if they want to, if they want to assert their freedom. Right. Vote in state and local governments. Bank black. Do all of these things. So don't tell us what we don't need to do. If you're going to jump in it on your big brother's behalf, tell us what needs to happen. Did you listen to the latest Brilliant Idiots? I didn't listen to it. They were talking about how maybe this is his strategy to you know gain Trump's audience so that he could run. Do you think he's actually going to run? I don't fucking think it matters. (laughs) I mean, like, maybe. Run and then, I mean, fine, great. I mean, shout out to um, Charlamagne and Andrew, too. You know, I listened to the podcast. I missed this one. But, like, it, it, I don't know that it matters. I don't know that, 
once again, that's another grotesque idea to me. The idea that Kanye West would run for for political office right now, yeah. uh, like I, I can't think but, of a more but, but Trump, that was true Trump though. Like the the Trump, listen, ago. I wouldn't have had the Trump is not the first guy, y'all. Trump is not the first guy that didn't come from a, a, a serious political background mm-hmm. to make a major run for office. Ross Perot did this, so it shouldn't be it Ralph shouldn't be Nader at, did this. It shouldn't be looked at as like weird for Kanye to be doing. I'm not it. saying it's weird. I'm saying I don't give a fuck. Right. He can run all he wants. The 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 him running is not the problem. What he's saying to me is the problem. Another thing that I hear about Kanye West that he's an artist he's an artist Mm -hmm. this is the way he talks this is the way he gets his thing out there he's an artist it's like Kanye West is an artist he's more focused on being an artist than anything else this is true Kanye West his his, uh, his devotion to artistry has cost him a great many things he could probably be a much more rich guy right now if he wasn't so uh Emotional. Uh, like emotional and so singularly focused on art. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has he has tried different things in his music. Right, he's discovered people that we would have never heard of because of the eclectic blend uh, uh, of, of 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 melodies that he has in his head. Right, Kanye West is a collaborator. He goes forward. He gets people um, and, and and puts them on songs just for the sake of the art. Right. right? He's no two albums have been the same. Registration was different than than dropout. Graduation was different than registration. 808s was completely different than anything we ever heard of. Right. Uh, uh, Beautiful dark uh, Fantasy was completely different than that. Then Yeezus took us four years to even appreciate it. And then Pablo was an unbelievably uh, cohesive and daring artistic journey where Kanye touched on a lot of different things. Right. He's always been great at this. His artistry doesn't mean a fucking thing to the current debate that we're having. It doesn't mean anything because what we're talking about right now are people's lives that don't give a fuck about Kanye West's music. We're talking about Kanye West allowing the culture who put their trust in him for the last 13 or 14 years. We're talking about him allowing his image and everything that he's ever done to be weaponized by people who don't give a fuck about these people who look down on them. And I don't know what anyone gains out of it. I, I, I don't have any understanding about what we could possibly be gaining from this other than a bunch of bullshit and the fact that this nigga has an album coming out. All of that. The fact that he's so artistically inclined and that he just emotes from this place of nowhereness doesn't matter at all to this. These are very simple concepts. I love Donald Trump. I love this person. These are the things that 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 this is one of the, when he said I would have voted for Donald Trump, he meant it. But I don't vote. I don't vote. <laughs> I won't take part in the political process that allows the transfer of power to happen in America. I won't use my platform to engage that kids and other people say, you know what? We need to be politically active if we're going to demand things from our country. I won't do that. But if I would have done it, I would have voted for, for the guy that really doesn't give a fuck about you. Okay. And now that his name is a part of the zeitgeist, uh, excuse me, is a part of the, 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 
the vernacular over there at Fox News, and now that Hannity loves him, and now that all of these other people love him, I hope he's happy with that. But the fact that he's just an artist, the fact that he exists on this different plane, which I've heard so many different times, so many people are trying to talk me out of the fact that um, I'm displeased or disgusted more along the lines with this. The fact that I've that so many people are using that as excuse makes me wonder if they're smart. Makes me wonder if they care. Because let me be real with you. Like, like, I give a shit about where the community is going. And I, I don't give a shit about it in terms of, yo, I hope everybody feels cool saying what, what it is that they want to say. I hope everybody feels cool doing what it is that they want to do. And saying stuff on Twitter is cool. We should all be able to do that. But you know what we should also be able to do? Walk down the street with a hoodie on without being shot up. Drive our cars through nice neighborhoods without being profiled. We should also be able to hold police account officers accountable for when things do go wrong. We should also be able to vote in different places without having people suppress our votes, take them and act like they don't matter. We should also be able to have... Uh, the right as black people to have discussions amongst ourselves that don't involve a lot of these other segments of society so that we can figure out our own problems. To me, it's so weird that like we take so much credence in what our entertainers think to make it, you know, even intersect with our politics. Like, it's like the fact that he's just saying this, it's not like white people go like, well, look what, uh, look what, uh, uh, Miley Cyrus said today. And it makes a whole political shift in their race. That the, it, you're right. And that's another problem. We, there's too much like reliance on entertainers for thought. Without it, a, without a doubt. Here's the deal with that. We have to get out of that. And part of this yeah. is me saying, this is the moment that I'm there. Right now. One thing about Kanye is that when he came out, a lot of his music was anti-establishment. Right. Was sort of steeped in uh, what black people need to go. Remember, this is the same guy that made crack music. This is the same guy that made a bunch of other records that seemed to speak directly to the black experience. And he actually seemed to be an alternative to a lot of rappers at that point. Um, that weren't doing the same on a mainstream level. Right, while working with you while, know, the, the yeah. drug dealer rappers. And right, right, right. So it, it seemed to be something he, he was touching on kind of different parts of it. We have to let go of entertainers' influence on our society. We have to let go only based upon what they do. Forget about what they say what they are doing. Kanye West has announced an initiative that's going to help out Chicago. Grateful for the people in Chicago. A lot of great people in Chicago. I know a lot of my homies out here that I've met, some of the best dudes, some of the stand-up guys I know, tell me about the horrors that go, along, go on in those neighborhoods and about how helpless they feel sometimes in trying to do stuff about it. Kanye West is going to go down there uh, and, and help figure that shit out. I'm I am grateful. And everyone who is a luminary from your from your community, you should want to make it easier for the next kid from your community to survive. My only question with that is, nigga, what the fuck took you so long? What took you so long? Why do you feel empowered to do something now that Donald Trump is in office? Do you guys understand that Kanye West's his big talking point three or four years ago 
was the fact that he couldn't get a job at Louis Vuitton or Chanel. Yeah. And I bought that shit. I bought it. Like, I bought that. Yo, man, they treating Ye unfair. Goes on Sway. Spazzes out. Yo, man, Sway, I can't get this done. It ain't no Ralph, though. Disrespect Sway, really, to be honest with you, on his own show. Sway, who was the consummate professional and a friend of Kanye West, dealt with it like a G. I bought it. It's unfair that Kanye West can't get a fair shake uh, in the fashion industry. Now he's all about not being a victim. Then all he preached was victimhood. All he preached was the fact that this guy was worth X amount of millions of dollars and he was bringing up the name of white people that we had never heard of before and talking about how these people wouldn't let him play on their fields. Now I guess the thing's popping over at Adidas, God bless him, and we're the victims. So get it, got it. If I want to know how to persevere beyond certain things like that, I can listen to guys like Dane Dash about that, who I have on this podcast, who I'm sure has a great relationship with Kanye West. They're doing some work together. Mm -hmm. But I can listen to guys like that telling me how to be a self-starter who've preached the same thing, who've been consistent on these issues over the course uh, of decades, right? So I don't really... It does not resonate with me. Another thing I hear about Kanye West is that it's all a publicity stunt. I tend to believe this. I tend to believe that it's all a publicity stunt. Um... If, in fact, this is a publicity stunt to sell albums, Kanye West is just wrong. He's an enemy. He's if, if this is just being done to sell records or to get him back out there, he's more than wrong. He is the enemy of black society. Because to weaponize the sort of things that he's weaponizing, only to enrich himself, shows a lack of empathy. It shows a lack of understanding and a complete and total disregard for the reality on the ground of people the way we know it right now. What we've seen in the last, we can say five years, we can say three years, we've seen there was a belief that the election of Barack Obama represented a post-racial America, represented an America where we had turned some some kind of mythical corner and would never again deal with the issues that we had dealt with in our history. Great big black guys, the president. Now let's reset everything back to zero and move forward. What it really represented was that there was an understanding and a belief and an ethos, a way of thinking in America that had been submerged. Right. That really what had happened was these people who were sitting around reading the Turner Diaries, reciting the 14 words to one another doing all of these kind of this type of shit that they had gone underground. Uh-huh. They went underground until they had an opportunity to resurface. And the person that gave them that opportunity to resurface was Donald Trump. The person that let the people that actively seek to marginalize them, that normalize it again and gave them a voice was Donald Trump. The cultural revolution that he represents is one that we thought foolishly was dead but that will probably never die. So if you're willing to attach yourself to that or to stir things up with that for a publicity stunt, it's not unlike you releasing a tape of yourself fucking your ex-boyfriend so that you can then 
be a big deal on a reality television show. Right. What I'm saying is maybe there's somewhere that you learn that from. <laughs> no disrespect to anybody that wants to do anything like that. However you get on is how you get on. Whatever you do is what you do. And I don't have any problem with the Kardashians whatsoever. But what I will say is the ministry and the religious the religion of the Kardashians is exposure by any means necessary. There were cameras and coverage of Lamar Odom after he nearly died in the Las Vegas brothel. There are going to be cameras and coverage of Khloe Kardashian being cheated on while she was nine months pregnant. Nothing is off limits for the Kardashian family because what they've understood and what is true of them, what, what is true for them and has been true always is that no publicity is bad publicity. This might be the way Kanye West is thinking right now. He might be thinking that no publicity is actually bad publicity. I am here to say, on the contrary, this, my nigga, is bad publicity. This, to me, has made me personally, not for the rest of you guys, bump it all summer, enjoy it. Do whatever you want. Never want to hear another song. Not going to listen. Not going to listen. Okay. It's the same reason why I can't enjoy Home Alone 2 <laughs> like I used to. <laughs> because there was at one point where it was cool to see Donald Trump. Now, when Donald Trump comes on the screen at Home Alone 2, I'm like, yo, fuck, man. It's a five-second scene. I don't give a fuck. It ruins <laughs> the whole movie for me. I'm sorry. Listen. It... it there have to be, there are no limits to what you can say. None. And there shouldn't be. Say whatever you want to say. But there's a cost. Michael Richards got on stage around 10, 12 years ago. Freaked out. On stage at the Laugh Factory. Not super far from where we are right now. Said the N-word a bunch of times. Looked at a guy in the audience and said, if this was 40 years ago, we'd have stuck a fork up your ass. All right. Who? Uh, the, the Barnum, the guy who created the, the P.T. Barnum. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest showman on earth. Violent racist. Oh, see, look, I didn't even know that. Right. That's Jason in those. Look at Jason <laughs> throwing in facts about P.T. Barnum. If y'all know P.T. Barnum is, he's a circus nigga. And he also treats animals bad. We don't like him. But, like, it, it, but I, I guess uh, uh, the, the entire sort of you know a apparatus of things that are that are swirling around yo this is serious shit and it's not to be played with this is serious shit what's your fifth point my fifth point my foot that was my fifth point oh. is, is that listen bro okay. i'm on, I'm on schedule <laughs> with my points i i, I just want to play devil's advocate play devil's advocate are you curious how we got to this point? With who? With his mind state. Not particularly. You but just what don't do you care mean? anymore. No, no, no. Like I'm just like how? What's the origins of like all of this and how he got to this point? Because how does he go from backpack to you know? Well, listen, Trump people work. change. I like, it, it, but like it, that's 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 I think that's worthy of some analysis. Well, it, well, uh, oh, it, I, I I get that you I get that it's worthy of some analysis. What I'm wondering is, 
Anytime you go through a situation like this, you start to wonder if the person that you thought that you knew was ever really the person that you thought that you knew. Right, right. right. And um, maybe Kanye West, and I'm going to give Kanye West some credit for some other things because there have been other things that he was out in front of. The first, the first rapper I ever heard say homophobia was whack was Kanye West. Facts. The first rapper I ever heard say, yo, homophobia is whack. Kanye West yep. down there said it didn't matter what the uh, what the what the repercussions were. Like everybody in hip hop hates on gay people. Everybody in hip hop hates on gay people. Yeah. First time I was like, this is something that we all could probably sit down and think logically was wrong. Right. But he was the first guy to actually say it. Mm-hmm. Listen, if loving Donald Trump is the right thing to do, if Wearing a Make America Great Again hat, which to me is a swastika, is the right thing to do, and I'm wrong, time will tell. If, if, and this is not just about your political leanings. Once again, white people get to, <clears throat> get to, there are any, people get to, should I say, forget about race. People get to decide whether or not, uh, you know, they like Donald Trump for all kinds of reasons, right? They p- people get to to parse it out politically. Maybe you have some issues with him. Uh, you 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 share some issues with him. People get to do that. That's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. What I get to say is that I look at a guy um, who cozies up next to people who I find, for lack of a better term, deplorable, and who isn't willing to set a standard. Of American political discourse, all right, that at the very least is inclusionary. I look at someone who really, really doesn't seem to give a fuck who he'll step on, insult, shrink, and marginalize as long as it keeps his name in the papers and on Twitter and on the internet or whatever. I gotta know that the papers are gone now. And when I start to look at this, when I start to think about people who seem to be willing to say anything to get people talking about them, I start to realize that Kanye West and Donald Trump are the same guy. That Kanye West and Donald Trump have an unbelievable amount of things in common. And the only way for serious people to combat that is to say less and do more. I've already succumbed to this by breaking into the podcast to do this already. I broke into the podcast to have this because I couldn't handle not saying what I need to say on this issue. That is a weakness. We have something that we're trying to do here with the red pill. We're trying to have conversations about what made people who they are. And we're trying to do this in a specific way and also address issues on the podcast and upcoming ones that we think are worth you guys listening to. This particular thing resonated with me. And because I unfollow Kanye West on Twitter, because I'm not going to be listening to his music anymore, I just felt like we in some way would be impotent as a podcast if we did not address this today because there's so much going on. There's a lot of other stuff going on too, man. Bill Cosby's out of here. The fucking pudding has gone bad. Fuck happened to that guy. It's crazy. Dr. Hustable 
the hell? You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens. But this one particular thing is actually important to me, not only because of how I specifically, specifically related to this artist, but also where we need to be as black people and as people that are striving for justice and equality in America. Okay. And where we need to be and what we need to be is active. Not active on Twitter, not active on Instagram, active. Because the motherfuckers that are just talking, they're always going to talk. Listen, I hope that the Donda Initiative is successful. I know that if he puts his mind to it with Common and the rest of these guys, that it will be. I hope that it can be, and I hope that it's something that can actually start to make change. But in the mean in between, I'm not going to let Ye just blow smoke up everybody's ass. And I will also say this. There's a lot of people out there that have been upset about other things, right? T.I.'s on a song right now with Kanye West. It's good. It's good. It's lyrically good. Song. Never heard it. <laughs> Never heard the song. Um, I have all the respect in the world for T.I. All the respect in the world for T.I. Met T.I. one time. It's at the Zen Lounge. Charlemagne was there. Shout out to Joe Budden. He was there. T.I. looked at me. We shook hands. Great guy. Cool dude. I don't understand how you can boycott Houston's how you can boycott uh, Starbucks, but then not Kanye West. So you haven't heard the song. So I don't care. But it, it's, it's describing what you're talking about. He's T.I.'s taking your stance. Mm-hmm. Kanye's taking his stance, and they're going back and forth talking about it. It's, they're debating on the song. So what? You, just don't, you don't want to hear that. No, I mean, be honest with you. That, like, like I, kudos to that. Yeah. And I'll, I stand corrected there. But what I mean is that, to me, is... A half measure. The one thing that Kanye West would feel a lot more is isolation. The same thing that you do to one of these restaurants. When you have a problem with Starbucks, you don't go in there, buy the fucking, uh, buy the fucking coffee, and then go outside, drink that bitch, and complain about it. When you have a problem with Houston's, and you don't go in there, sit down and eat, then go, man, y'all racist, and then get out of there. If you don't want to, if you don't want to patronize them, mm-hmm. you isolate them. Also, I would like to admit a bit of hypocrisy in that matter, because I work here at TMZ, <laughs> and there could be a very easy case made that during the election, the TMZ was very soft on Trump, if not pro-Trump. Dealt with those situations. Looked at them. I tried to do my best thing that T.I. did, which was go on TMZ Live, go on TMZ The Big Show, and represent the other side of it. Argue with Harvey, argue with whoever was in the room, and do that whole that whole deal. Don't you think that's a better method than just isolation? It depends. There's a better method of isolation. There, there, there's some ideas that need to be discussed, right. and there are some ideas that need to be defeated. Right. So when we're talking about, we're always talking about discussion and having conversations, we need to look at things on their merit. For me, when I was in here, I wasn't really even doing that stuff for 
the audience or to represent a viewpoint. I was doing it for myself, so I felt less bad about me. Right, right. I was doing it. It was it was selfish because I know that I'm not in the position to walk out of here to leave my job, to lose my health insurance, right. to do all of that stuff right. like that. Right. So in order for me to feel better about something that I knew was bad for my community, I tried to be something different. The rest of these guys out here that are rapping and going to work, they don't have to do that. But see, like, look at T.I. Like, when Kanye went to go meet Trump at the plaza, there's a video the next day, T.I. was like, Kanye, what the fuck wrong with you? Right? And now he's on a song with him, and they're at least having a dialogue about the situation, you know? So he could have just been like, fuck you, but he's actually, you know, being Yo, active. Yo, that's his it. way. I feel you. I'm saying I don't agree. Like, but you well, did the same thing with TMZ. <laughs> well, I did, I did the exact same thing. The difference is... It was something I felt like I had to do. Right, you didn't quit. No, but I you, didn't. You, but you, you, you're, you're probably a stronger voice staying here and having that discussion. But I tell you what, though, if I had twenty million dollars, I would have. Oh, sure, of course. So, <laughs> so, so my, 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 my point is, like, I'm no better at any in any of this stuff. I'm no better than any of them. the reason why right. I call out my own hypocrisy is because I had to confront that. Right, I had to confront the fact that, you know, it's not always easy to be a completely pure voice. Right. What we're talking about right now is the people that have the power to do so mm -hmm. that are choosing not to or that are choosing to make us consider things that to me are unconsiderable. Now, we're getting to the end of this and I know that it seems as if I've been on a high horse about Kanye West for almost an hour, mm -hmm. uh, but I want to assure people of something that you don't have to choose fuckery. It, it seems as if with Kanye West, with guys like R. Kelly, with other people out here, that we have got to choose flawed people, fucked up people, because we're all flawed. We have got to choose them because of their artistic genius or because of whatever. You don't have to. You don't have to go to an R. Kelly show. You don't have to listen to Kanye West music. I know that it's enjoyable. I know that it's awesome. Like I've heard all these guys are fantastic at what it is they do, okay? You don't have to do any of it. It's okay to say no. It's okay to be like, you know what, nigga? You went too far. It's okay to not. It's okay to be like, yo, that's his shit. This music jamming, I'm gonna listen to it. Let me let me ask you a question. Uh, Harvey went last week to hear Kanye's music. Whatnot. Right. Say he couldn't go. The fact that <laughs> Kanye West let Harvey come up there <laughs> lets you know that this nigga's out of here. <laughs> and like the fact that we got the fact that on video, shout out to Harvey, man. The fact that on video we have video of Kanye West freestyling <laughs> for Harvey Levin, that enough should be enough for me to just fucking wipe all his shit off my fucking phone. But you were saying? Let's say Harvey couldn't go. He's like, Van, I need you to go. What happens? I'm not going. You wouldn't go. I'm, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't try to talk some sense. You wouldn't do the John Legend role. No. No? Like, li listen, man. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with it. You're just done. I'm, I'm not going to go. Okay. Because, like, what you have to understand is at some point, you're going for you. It would be dope. To, I'm going to be honest with you. It would be dope to go visit Kanye West. It would be dope to up, to be up there to... to, to uh, Be in a sunken place, yeah. To be all right. It would be, <laughs> no, seriously. It would be dope to be up there to watch his creative process, 
know what I'm saying? You might see Kim walking around. You know, you're in a nice place. There, there's probably so much artistically that you can glean off of that situation. It would be a cool life experience. There's so much that you could do, but you know what you're getting into now. You know what you're co-signing. Everybody that goes up there comes back with some sort of differing worldview. He softens everyone. I'm sure that it's a, there's an aphrodisiac to it. I'm sure that there's some sort of... Uh, Transformation that happens when you go up there and you sit in his or maybe he makes more sense than I think that he does. But it's his job to represent that. Right now, he just put up a text message with him and Steve Stout. Yeah. Or and excuse me, a guy named Steve. Some people yeah. think that it's S- Steve Stout. S- it's probably him. Right. Yeah. And in the in, in the in the text message, since I don't want to call it out wrong, I'm going to speak to directly what's in the text message. A blink, this is this is the message, and I'm not sure if whether Steve's or not to Kanye West. Abe Lincoln freed and protected the slaves, and he was Republicans. Republicans were the ones who helped black people. Democrats protected the rights of the slave owners in the South. Uh, Kanye West, I'm going to tweet this. Those are facts. Those are facts. Right. And without any kind of context whatsoever, Mm -hmm. they're absolutely applicable true facts. Right. Okay. You can't be that irresponsible. Wait, hold on. John Legend texted him back. He posted that. That was the next tweet. John Legend came on the um, opposing end. Why are we babying this nigga? <laughs> I'm not no, babying. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm saying. I'm just saying no, equal no, time. Equal no, time. Equal know? time. No, equal time for John. Good on John Legend. Why are we babying Kanye West? <laughs> because he's very, apparently he's worthy of a full podcast. So that's why, you know. No, no, what I'm saying is, no, he's, 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 he's worthy of a full podcast. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I get it. But what I'm saying is, you mean to tell me that before Kanye West decides to tweet up a bunch of prehistoric facts about the old time Republican Party right. and forget about the transformation that had that, that that happened to that party. Right. right? right. Forget about the pers- the post-World War II political era. Mm-hmm. Forget about the relationship between John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr. Forget about the Civil Rights Act. Forget about all of those things that Republicans were not fucking with. Right. Mm-hmm. How that party switched. You mean to tell me rather than do the work to actually be right, he's rushing that up. That's what it's all bullshit, right. bro. No, I, I, I get you. But like he's so influential. That's why these people are like trying. He's like, oh, he's he's a voice right now. I need to text him these things so that he's we, so influential, but he is overly influenceable. Yes. He's so influential, but he believes as truth the last fucking thing that he heard. I agree. Yeah. So, like, the, the last thing that he heard is true to him. Mm-hmm. He's so influential. Someone who's that influential can't be that easily influenced. Someone who's that influential, we need those people to be the sum of their life experiences so that what they say to us matters. Mm-hmm. Being influential is a tremendous responsibility. Sure. That's why you try to get through to people when they are influential and make them see maybe when they're off their square a little bit, right? And that's why you would have gone if Harvey couldn't go. That's why you would have gone because you got to. No. No? At that point, I wouldn't have gone, right? At that point, I'm not somebody that can influence Kanye West. The people that can influence Kanye West are obviously his friend groups, right? Sure. Like At that point, I'm not going to go because I'm just another person that I feel like is being called 
uh, to sort of worship as throne. I might leave with a fucking freestyle video. I didn't go up there to get a freestyle right. video. Right. I didn't go up there to listen to your new music. Right. I'd have been stoked about that two months ago. Right. He was with Candace Owens today. Yeah. So be, being that he was with Candace Owens today or yesterday, I guess they called Ebro up on the phone and Candace Owens was talking about Ebro. So now she's popping. So now Candace Owens, somebody who don't know too much about her, but what I do know is that she chastised a bunch of Black Lives Matter kids. Let's think about what Black Lives Matter is. Black Lives Matter is an organization that is asserting how the lives of black people matter. And if there wasn't a thought by some people in our society that our lives didn't matter, there wouldn't be the need for an organization that asserted the fact that our lives do matter. Right. So even if those kids or any group of African-Americans needs to turn the page on victimhood, which is a conversation that we should be having within our culture, even if they do, there's a certain tact that you should use in addressing them mm -hmm. before you chastise them, before you seek to embarrass them, that would denote that you give a fuck about what they've gone through. Right. And the one thing that black people owe each other, because nobody else owes us this, the one thing that black people owe each other is to care about what each of us has gone through. We owe it to one another to give a damn about what the other person has gone through and seen and been with and dealt with. That's what we owe to one another. Right. She didn't extend that to them. That was cool to him. That was cool to him. So, so to me, there's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think like we just keep giving these people like he says some random YouTube right wing pundit and like people now she has all this shine and if we if we just don't give him that power if we ignore what he's talking about like oh that's what we're doing right now I know exactly that's what we're doing so we're ignoring like, Kanye and by the way we're ignoring like this is the reason why I give Ti credence reason why I give Ti credence is Ti put out a, a, an amazing unbelievably awesome album all about these issues mm -hmm. and walking in like he's talking it in his day-to-day -day life. That doesn't do anything for T.I. T.I. got to where he, the T.I. got to where he, his perch in rap from making trap music, then to making rap that was a little bit more mainstream, uh -huh. um, then having a reality show on VH1 which showed all of his kids. Uh -huh. And he was cooking and yep. caking. Yep. He became actually involved and actually quickened by what he saw going on in this country. Killer Mike has been making this type of music. There's a song called Reagan. Like, there's all kinds of stuff that he's been putting out. He's been devoted to this. And there's a lot of other people out here who, who have. All right? Even Hove and B, as things have changed, you know what I'm saying? They've become more active in these things. As they've grown up, they have kids of their own. They see what kind of America that these kids are coming into. They've become active in these things. To me, Kanye devolving is at least worth the podcast, but not worth me First of all, he didn't ask me to come up there. <laughs> but it, it wouldn't be worth it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll end on saying this. This is how I'll end it. Because I, I don't think that Charlemagne is going to call because he's like... Um, let, me, let me ask you. Would you have an no guess Killer Mike podcast? All Killer Mike podcasts? Just me and Mike? No, just no guess. We're talking. We're sitting here. No guess. Mm -hmm. All kind of podcast. Would you have a no guess? All killer Mike podcast. No, because he's not hurting us. Exactly. 
but, but see, why do we, why do we champion those that hurt? I mean, not champion, but why are we just talking about those that hurt? Oh, because for me, we it, it, would, it would make any sense to have a no guest kill in my podcast because Mike gonna sit right here in a couple of weeks and tell us exactly what what it is that we need to be doing. Well, I feel you what go. you're saying though. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah. what, what you're saying is, <laughs> yeah. And this is this is truth. Mm-hmm. Why do we dwell so much on the people that are that are putting the negative shit out? Exactly. And you're right. We need to do that less. Exactly. This is my planting of the flag right Let's now. Do it. That that's where I'm at. Huh? Can hear you? Hello. Yo yo. Yo, Charlemagne, what's up? What am I? What is this I'm calling? This is you're on the Red Pill podcast right now. I'm a crip. I can't call into a Red Pill. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so listen. So listen. I just wanted to get a, a little bit. So first of all, you on with Brandon? Brandon, say what up to Charlemagne? What up, Charlemagne? How you doing, man? Big fan. What's up, Brandon? How, you How are you? Who's Brandon? Brandon, born ass Brandon, sits in on the podcast sometimes and don't say shit. But because we don't have a guest today, <laughs> uh, he he he's up here. Uh, I'm being, listening to him rant. Being okay. a Kanye West apologist, real quick. <laughs> did you just, did you did you just see Daz tell all the crooks in California? <laughs> we posted it on Kanye the website. Kanye West beat him up. Yeah, we posted it on the website. He gave a green light on Kanye West. I will say this. That's Jesus too far. Christ. That's too far. Giving a green light on on Ye and wanting to hurt the brother physically it is too far. That's a little crazy. You ain't calling a green. I mean, you, you can't. You're not calling a green light on all the other Trump supporters. So why? Why? I just don't like the. I don't like the black on black violence aspect of it. Man. Yeah, like that. God damn. Jesus Christ. There's plenty of go. Go do that to George Zimmerman or Darren Wilson or freaking. Jesus Christ, man. Lord have mercy. So let me ask, so I just basically spent an hour on Kanye West about why I'm not fucking with Kanye West anymore. Because you hurt. Because you broken hearted. Mm. Broken hearted. <laughs> broken hearted. Yeah, but am I wrong, though? More importantly, forget about my feelings because I admitted that I am. Brandon called me out on that. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. And uh, the reason I don't know is because I'm very conflicted. And I, I'm not even going to sit here and tell y'all no lie. I'm very conflicted on this situation. And the reason I'm very conflicted is because of who Kanye West has been. And, you know, just sitting around having conversations with Kanye West. I understand what he's trying to do. I just don't know if this method is going to work. To be totally honest with you. It's kind of like he's... It's kind of like he's... he's Trying to collect all the infinity stones. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it seems like. It seems like Kanye West is Thanos. Like I mean, he's not necessarily wrong, but he is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like what he wants to do in theory. Yeah, of course we want everybody to be kumbaya and akuna matata and love each other. But you know, even when he says that line in the Ti song, when he's like, "Yo, I'm the first. He's like a gang shoes first blood to shake a crip's hand." Like. When it comes to a truce, both sides have to agree on something. They both have sides to have to compromise. Not to do something. Yeah, like right. I, I, I get I, I get tired of us as black people always being the ones. That why we always got to be the nice? Well, why why are we always yeah. why are we always getting fucked over and then coming back and saying, "Yo, man, cool, yeah. good on us." Love every we got. We the ones that got to love everybody. We got to show love to our oppressor. We got we got to have forgiveness. Like why? Why? Why us? Why can't anybody ever compromise with us or come to the table first with us? Like, that's that's what bothers me about the situation. But I mean, what he's doing or what he's attempting to do isn't isn't wrong. I mean, yeah, but that's not the way to. I can't even say that's not the way the world works. That's the way the world is supposed to work. But I just don't like continuing to to give love 
to oppressors. Like, why does the oppressed always want to give love to the oppressor? Love is not going to change a thing. Love hasn't changed a thing in through 500 years. Only action and pressure changes things. That's it. Action and pressure. Let me ask you this. Everybody now knows that there's this mythical interview between you and Kanye West <laughs> that's out here that we all want to hear. That we heard that there was an offer in for a hundred million dollars or some shit like that. Yeah, right. Well, 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 is there anything in this interview? Because we out here in the wind listening to this dude, not knowing what to make out of what. Is there anything in this interview, Charlemagne, for real that that you feel like will actually make us view this whole situation? Make me, because you know how I feel about this. We've talked about this. Make me view this situation any differently at all? Um. I mean, I think I think that it, it might give you faith that we haven't lost Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it may it may give you that. You know, you may. That's 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 what I think. That he's not he's not completely gone. I just think that he's challenging everything that he's ever believed in in his life. But you know, it, I think that when you challenging things that you believed in in your life, doesn't necessarily mean you have to totally embrace the other side because. You know, it's this thing about, it's this whole conversation about free thought, which I totally agree with. Free thought, freedom of expression, freedom of speech. But is it really free thought when you commit to another side? Like, that's why I don't, I'm starting, I don't believe in any one of the political parties. And I don't think you should commit to either political party. Because when you commit to either political party, you don't have free thought. You know what I'm saying? You're you're just just believing in the the values and the ideologies of that party. That's not free thinking, you know? So, um... I don't know if it's necessarily going to change your views on what what he's doing because truth be told, the, the, the interview was done before the events of the weekend in the past week. This is pre him even tweeting about that young lady. Uh, this is pre him, you know, wearing the MAGA hat. You know, this is pre all of that. Are you, you know? going to update? It seems to me like Kanye is a constant update. Like yeah. he's <laughs> constantly learning new things and learning new information and learning something and challenging what he's learned. So I don't know if it's going to make you, you know, change change your views of what you saw the past week because this was before the, the past the past week. Are you guys going to update the the interview at all? Um. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, man. Like you know, uh, uh, we we've been having a lot of conversations. Like you know. And you know, hopefully, we can continue to record some of those conversations. You know, I, I just, I just, I just want Kanye to sit down with like some more educated people from from both sides. You know what I mean? Like, like sit down and kick it with people who are educated on policy. If policy is actually what you want to know about, you know, on on the left and the right. Like, there's nothing wrong with listening to both sides. You know, I just, I just feel like this Donald Trump thing is something we've never seen before, man. Like, it, it's like it's not, it's it's hate. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's racism. It's not bigotry. It's, it's not. It's sexism. It's not Republican politics. It's not any type it's of not, politics. Yeah, it's, it's not any politics. type of politics we've ever seen. It's not Republican. It's not Democrat. It's like we've never seen anything like this. We saw somebody run a hate fueled campaign and win. Yeah, it's so crazy. it's like, nah, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I'm very, very conflicted. And I just saw Avengers: Infinity War. I'm about to say, I, last like, question, I, man. Well, like, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> like, are you, you're, like, you're, you're. I know you got to be. Your emotions got to be running high right now. Yeah, it's not better than Black Panther, um, but you know it's good. It's really, really good. And it's like I, I you know, see guys like Thanos, and even guys like Killmonger. I like those kind of villains because they're yeah. not necessarily Thanos bad. isn't evil. Thanos isn't evil. He's just he's you know what? No, he's evil. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no, no, wait, 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 wait. No, he's not. Let me tell you what Thanos is. What he's resolute. 
all throughout the fucking movie. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, fuck you, because it's been a, it's been it's been a whole weekend. You had a chance to go it's, see it. It's made a billion dollars. Right. right. So yeah, if you, if you yeah, haven't yeah, seen was, the movie I a yet, dollars, you can do all the spoilers. right. Go, like if you can't if you haven't seen the movie yet. So this is the deal. All throughout the entire movie, the Avengers have the opportunity to stop Thanos by sacrificing different Avengers. Right. You could have sacrificed Vision, got the Mind Stone, boom, boom, destroyed it. All right, and then he wouldn't be able to have all five of them. Wouldn't be able to do what he did. All they say is, "Yo, we don't trade lives for lives." Every time they have the opportunity to do it, they will not do it. Different times in the movie, Thanos, in order to get the Soul Stone, has to commit the ultimate sacrifice. Doesn't hesitate. Is willing doesn't, to do it. Doesn't hesitate. He gets what he wants, and that to me is the ministry. Of black people, and if we have to fucking sacrifice Kanye West <laughs> in order to get to where we need to get Yo, in this country, I'm out. willing to maybe kick Kanye, his ass maybe. down to the bottom of that abyss, bro. Uh, uh, uh. But maybe Kanye is sacrificing himself. Yeah, sacrificing Think about himself. that. Kanye yeah. might be sacrificing himself. It's yeah. true. Well, good. <laughs> like, if he, well, well, good. <laughs> well, good. Then. Kanye Just, might be sacrificing himself. Kanye uh, might be like, look, man. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know, bro. Sure. I have never been more. You're I've never sure. been more conflicted about something in a long time. I feel you. I feel you. And like I said before, you talk to him face to face. I didn't have the luxury of talking to him face to face. I don't want to talk to him face to face. I'm not going to get the opportunity to talk to Are him face to face. Sour? You didn't get to shit. No, no. I mean, no. What, what I'm saying, no. What I'm saying is, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm on the same person as some other people. What, what I'm saying is, is that for me, the only thing I can go go off of what he is what he's actually saying, and I think it's some fuck shit. But Charlamagne, I appreciate you calling, bro. But you like the movie though. Oh, I loved it. It was great, man. Infinity was amazing. I just—it's just amazing how there's just so much symbolism. Like, they, you know, they got a white woman coming to save the day for the next one. Like, it's just—it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, ama it's just amazing. It's like, it's amazing, man. The next, you know, the next Avengers is it's, uh, Avengers Infinity War times up. <laughs> hey, let me ask you about some of this. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I was gonna bring this up to you, but. Some people on the internet right now are mad because they're saying that they killed off mostly all of the black. I clap when Falcon died, but they they, they say they, I, I clap when Falcon, I hate Falcon, hate him. Right. Like they, they, but they say they killed off ninety nine percent. Like Nick Fury, Falcon, fuck the War Machine go. I can't remember. I think War Machine yeah. went. Uh, Black Panther, all they, they got rid of. They nah, said, War Machine didn't. War Machine didn't go. War Machine didn't go. Okay, but some people are mad. Like one dude tweeted me, he's like, "Fan, how you feel about the fact that they killed off ninety nine percent of the uh, the the black characters in the MCU? What, what you think about that?" Well, 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 truth be told, the only black character that's worth keeping in MCU. It, at least in the in the film world, is Black Panther. Yeah. Like, goddamn, I'm watching that movie. Like, could they please get War Machine and Falcon some updated stuff? <laughs> Spider Man didn't had Spider Man didn't had three to four two movies. <laughs> two movies. And Falcon still flying around with these goddamn wings that look like Marty McFly and Doc Brown. Come on, man. So why Falcon wings look like the DeLorean doors when they open up on the freaking time machine? Like, why? What? Falcon is the tr most trash character. Falcon in the sucks. Bro, Falcon, Falcon. I fucking you. We talked about this, man. I fucking hate Falcon. People was mad at me. Falcon disintegrated, and I clapped. I was like, "About time, <laughs> this nigga." War out of machine, here. war machine don't even have a new suit. No, he doesn't. Like, what's up, man? And by the I way, that Stark's fault though. To, like Stark, when Stark 
change these like nanotechnology and all of that shit like that. That shows you that he could be making upgrades to War Machine's suit if he wanted to. But War Machine got a Tommy gun on his arm. You know what I'm saying? And that's about all they let the nigga have. Yeah. That's so, all he got. War, War Machine is leather sneakers. And uh, <laughs> Iron Man whatever technology Kanye using to make these. Oh, machine uh, the leather sneakers, man. <laughs> it's sad. Oh, it is. It's fucked up. All right, man. I'm going to get with you later, right. bro. Great. Peace. All right. That, you know, you guys, I, I said my piece. You know, appreciate Charlemagne for injecting some levity. I stick to what I say, though, man. Till further ado, Brandon, I know. I feel the same after coming out of Infinity War right now. It's just like, I feel yeah. like there's no hope. There's no hope. <laughs> so we'll see, man. Peace, though. Listen. You guys, if you're liking the Red Pill Podcast, man, support us, man. We're doing our thing over here, man. But, you know, y'all, that, that, that's it. That's it for me. That's it. That's it for me and Kanye. Peace.